Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. You've got to find the value proposition. Who wants to pay for this? That's, that's still the missing link here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's, I'm, I like, I did not have figured out like, but I'm so much closer. And so, but to go back, what I did is I went to conferences and I used conferences as my focus groups. Um, and I talked to people in very disparate, like very different industries um, and brought to them, uh, you know, kind of like my hypothesis, like, you know, and tried to find what the problem that they saw uh, or like, you know, presented like, hey, this is what I'm thinking of. Do you know anyone else who's doing it? Like, is this something that you would pay for? Is this like a service of value? Um, and so, uh, you know, I went to um, the Climate Reality Project, the Climate Reality Leadership Corps, um, training with Al Gore uh, in March. And there, so it's people who are hyper engaged in the climate movement, but from different industries, from, you know, business to arts to faith, um, you know, um, uh, activism, all those type of things. Uh, and I said, like, you know, I, I, I see a need for communities to uh, develop, like, resilience. Because, like, bottom line, like, whatever your thoughts are on, like, the future, like, we can agree that the status quo, like, is not going to be the same in, like, 12 years. No, you know how I look at it? I always think about it like New York in the early 1900s where, like, horse poo was, like, a really serious issue, and and all the best minds were sitting down and going, like, guys, like, the city keeps growing, and we're going to be overrun by manure, and, like, this can't continue, and if this continues, like, we won't have anywhere to live, and the stench will be so unbearable that everyone will leave, and this was, like, a very serious issue, and then, like, poof, cars all better. Um, so I look at it like that, like there's definitely an issue and there's definitely a solution coming. Don't know what it's going to be. Sure. There's going to be one. And it's going to be the kind of radical thing where you're like, Oh my gosh, we have a problem with horses. What are we going to do? We're going to shovel it. We're going to move it out of the city. We're, and like, it's this come like left field thing that has absolutely nothing to do with the problem. You're the way you're thinking about it. Um, that's just going to be the solution. So yeah. that's how I see it. Um, but, okay, so I actually like this idea a lot. And I think a lot of people, when we talk about market research, people think of the big companies and these $10,000 studies. And I always say to people, no, it's, it's calling your friends. And if you don't have friends in it and you don't have acquaintances, you don't have existing customers, I love that idea. Go to a conference. Go to a meetup. You know, there's so many free gatherings, if not paid conferences, that you can go to to create, like you said, like a focus group, right, of just different people who are your potential clients and customers and just talk to them with your mouth. These are the things I'm trying to do and I'm thinking of selling. Is this something you would pay for? Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, like one, one shift that I would put on that, and this kind of comes from my background as a documentary filmmaker and a researcher, is like we have two ears and like one mouth like for a reason. So actually like going to these things of really just being really curious and like as much as like you're craving, like you know, you don't want to podcast at people in real life. You don't want to just go on this rant about talking about your services, like really empathize, try to like understand the like 
their world, their lens, the problems that they're seeing, like listen more than talk, like I think is like something. Oh, for sure. I always like to say I listen first and third because I listen second too. (laughs) Yeah. So hold on. I have a wacko question for you. If your background's in documentary filmmaking, why aren't you doing that for this? Uh, because what I saw at the time is that we are, um, like over, like overly saturated with content. Um, you know, there is so much content out there and the, at least documentary filming, when, when I left, it's that distribution model, like when I was still in it was, you know, like people sitting in a room and like passively like receiving like a narrative and there wasn't as much engagement um and i just but what feel if like- you built it into these interactive workshops so here's the fun things i'm a marketer right yeah um and all, all, all my listeners know that by now <laughs> very very much so marketing the way i teach it there are 10 key components yeah there's the brand there's the target sorry i'm going into teacher mode for a second do it uh, Okay. And then there's positioning, product, price, place, promotion, and process. This, this is how I teach. Yeah. And then I can show you this after the show, guys, all of you five day challenge. If you haven't taken it, I don't know. why not. Um, I have a five day marketing success challenge that all of my listeners should have taken by now, because when I put a paywall up on it, you're going to be sad that you missed it. Um, it's still sitting free. So everything is about the target. Once you know who you are, you know who you're trying to sell to, who you provide value for the product you build is the product they want to pay for, yeah? So envision this, right? Most people are not, and again, could be you found them, but it's sounding like we're still looking for that person and the thing they're gonna pay for. And so I'm gonna give you unsolicited, (laughs) my great opinion. Um, Many, many corporations and organizations do workshops, do seminars. So combining your background in the documentary filmmaking with coaching and presentation skills, and creating an interactive session where you're coaching and guiding, not one-on-one because one-on-one is not, it's going to be a tough road to sustain you. And (laughs) you can't see him guys. He's like heavy nodding over here. Oh yeah. That was, I I want it. But yeah, that that's like been the biggest shift in May continue because this is a a brilliant thing you're sharing. And I will just like underline it like 300 times. Like, yeah, yeah. continue, one And again, it works when you have something that individuals really want to pay for. But this specific angle, same things like climate change, these are very broad picture ideas. These are not the kind of things that you, your average Joe is going to be like, yeah, I'm really worried about climate change. Like, I need to talk to somebody. <laughs> like, it's just not. If, if that's what they're dealing with, they probably need psychotherapy and deeper help <laughs> because it's just not your average human condition. Um, However, there are definitely many organizations that have either government funding or independent funding that want to promote awareness. And if you came in with a product offering where you have these interactive workshops with audiovisual and interactive presentations where you're really making a difference and raising awareness and raising resilience, funded on the backs of these other bodies that already exist to build this awareness and promote it, you got business on your hands. Yeah, so cool. It's like I'm like right at the like cusp of like stepping into that because that's what okay, um because that's totally where the value is. No question. Sorry you didn't yeah. call me a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's I mean, but I think that's the you know, like everyone listening, like when you're building your business and especially as a solopreneur, yeah. it is so difficult. There's so many people who are reaching out, there's so many 
brilliant collaborators and then trying to prioritize of like, what order do I go into, you know, like the strategy and especially as a first time. And again, yeah, no business background, like <clears throat> was in the film industry for a decade. And then I was like a Peace Corps volunteer. And then I taught like in, you know, like remote Kazakh villages and the Peace Corps. And then I uh, got back and then I got into tech. So like, millennial, sorry. <laughs> just like you're so millennial. Like you're like if I would take like if I would make like a millennial resume, I feel like it would look like yours. It's that it's that um God, uh, Robert Reich has that like that that it's no longer like this career ladder. It's this like weird Circle. spiral, yeah. you know, like type yeah. of thing that just like swirling totally up. Good. Um, millennials don't go up a ladder so much they they definitely go in some kind of odd spiral like i do a bunch of this and a bunch of that and i would say like you know combine it synergize it because what makes you unique in your yeah. industry is all the different skill sets and things you've done because you're everyone's competing in a global market now it doesn't matter if you're retail or wholesale or service or it doesn't matter yeah. right? and you want to you want to stand out leverage all your strengths all the different elements put them together then you really have something no one else is doing Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And anyone who's listening to this, like you're wise to be listening to this, uh, this really brilliant <laughs> woman here. Cause that's something that, yeah, which I was like listening earlier. Cause I, cause I did struggle and I floundered and um, you know, that is something that it wasn't until the end of May that I, um, that there was that shift of like, I am not going to make it like this business is not going to make it if my primary focus is like one-on-one -on -one coaching, like it doesn't have the scale and it's like so much work to be trying to get these one-on-one -on -one clients for just three to six month uh, contracts. But I just had in my mind, you know, like that was, that was my frame. That was my lens for the longest time of like, how do I coach individuals? And it's like, Oh no, this, like this shift, I have to shift to working like in organizations and then use that work to subsidize the community work and uh, and really, you know, like the more passion projects, but more of like the, you know, the people who can't necessarily afford it, but are really need those services. So like we're talking about like, yeah, focus on organizations. And so that is just like the shift. Um, and, you know, a little bit with that conversation that we're having before too, um, at the beginning of the call, um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I'd love to go into that a little bit because, again, like we usually go into like, you know, the business struggle and we've kind of been talking about that the whole time, but I know you have like a very <laughs> specific one yeah, totally. that, um, that you've been dealing with the last number of months. And I, and I think that many people deal with it and they don't talk about it. So most people don't talk about a lot of things, right? Because everyone's got to like be out there like proving how awesome they are and how successful they are. And, and the fact that you're being transparent with us, I think is so valuable. I, I hope so. Yeah, just like anybody here. And again, like, find me on LinkedIn if you want to just like chat. Like, hey, I totally get it. You're not alone. Like, this is scary. It is hard. Uh, you freak out a lot. Like, and, you know, it's like really been the most fulfilling thing I've done, like in my career um, at the same time. But um, right, uh, right as I was making that super, really exciting, like getting that momentum, like, oh, yes. I've got to shift to doing the organizations and really focusing on um, stress management and psychological resilience. Like that is the thing that, you know, it's like, okay, that is something every organization could need is having employees who can manage their stress and be more psychologically resilient for when a crisis happens, you know, be it uh, financial, be it health, be it environmental, like 
Totally. And they do in services like these companies do that. And again, if you came with something unique, that was a blend of your audio visual background and your coaching and all of that, that would totally be something appealing. And there's already an industry for that. So I think um, a, a mistake I see a lot of business owners make is that they are like, oh, no one's doing this. I should do it. And like sometimes there's a reason no one's doing it because like yeah. no one wants to buy it. And it's not always the reason, but like most of the time. So if, if you're looking to do something that no one else is doing, and that's for all of you listening, don't go all in before you test the waters. <laughs> Make sure that like there's oh. a reason that no one's doing this. Like like flavor combinations, right? So like if you know peanut butter and jelly, like that's reliable, you know, marshmallows and chocolate. That's really like a good one. And then if one day if you look at it and you're like, you know, I wonder if I could combine like peas and plums, not in baby food, but like in my own food. There might be a reason no one's doing that. It might not taste good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think, and it's, um, and I would say like the more, like if you're working in a job right now and you want to leave, try to do this like before. I mean, some of it you just can't because you're you're so caught up in your day job. You could dabble like, on the side. I I yeah. did my business for two years on the side before I left my job and went into it full force. Yeah. And then was, at, at that time, I did three jobs at the same time and did this part time until it came so full time I had to drop everything else to do it. It depends how risk averse you are. I'm insanely risk averse. Uh, but you had an additional struggle if you're willing to share with us because I know you shared it with me over the last number of months that that just exacerbated this whole situation and made it that much harder to to get this off the ground and get the clarity you needed to get this <laughs> off the ground. Totally, yeah. Um, and it's something that I, uh, yeah, so I uh, was diagnosed with like ADD in second grade, but my parents thought it was a bad at the time. So um, spent most of my life like unmedicated, just like really like my way of working was like just like pushing and trying really hard, but nothing really came easy, especially like writing and reading. Um, talking's great, audio, visual, all that stuff. That's why, you know, I was looking at that realm. That's how you ended up there probably. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Cause that made sense. Um, uh, but it got to a point at my last job um, as a researcher um, was having to write reports and I was severely backlogged because I could interview people. I could create these really great presentations. I could really, you know, evangelize the, the learnings with everyone, but like sitting down and writing a lengthy report was just like clawing my eyes out, like difficult. Um, and it got to the point where managers like, look, you're a great employee, but if you can't do this really critical job function, like there's going to be some serious consequences. So I'm like, okay, it's finally time. I need to get on medication. So I started taking Adderall um, in November, you know, legally prescribed. Um, and then especially when um, I left and not having any structure, um, and so someone like ADHD, like you're struggling when there is structure, when there's no structure, whoo boy. Really, really um, yeah. Yeah. And so, so I started taking it um, daily and then, but I started to notice, um, you know, uh, my wife's like, I'm having a really hard time, like emotionally connecting with you. Like you're so in your head. And I mean, I was going, that was the other thing is like, you've got to take care of yourself. Like it's, you know, not this like really romantic version of like self-care and it's not just like, you know, massages or spa, like I'm talking about getting enough sleep, like 
eating, drinking enough water, resting, like taking time like, with people who like nourish you because the first three months, I mean, I, you know, I'm just like on like legal speed for all intents and purposes. <laughs> I was getting up at 5 a.m. every day, like going to the Zen center and meditating from 5.40 to 7, like every morning, and then going nonstop until like 10, 11, 12 at night, every single day. And that, that really toxic, like hustle and grind, like thing that is so prevalent entrepreneurial, that's not sustainable. Like that will not last. There's consequences. I like, so I crashed really hard with that. Um, but then also, um, you know, I was noticing like, oh my gosh, like I don't feel good unless I'm taking Adderall. Like I just, I recognize the dependency and like without going into too many details, um, I went off and I went off way too quick um, just because of some challenges with healthcare um, and, and not having um, a, yeah, not having the mental health team that I needed at the time to really help me through that transition of going off. Uh, and so I, um, yeah, so I crashed. I had an Adderall crash and I've been navigating the most severe depression of my adult life. And it's, um, yeah, to the point of like suicidal level of depressions to which it's like there's that chemical imbalance. And then at the same time, um, you know, I, you know, financially, I like maxed out two of my credit cards. Um, I, one of my teach, uh, someone that I've really looked up to for a long time, a teacher, um, found out that they had been um, uh, inappropriate with some students and had also stolen a lot of their content. Um, and so just someone that I trusted and had so much belief in, just feeling such a sense of anger, denial, and betrayal. Um, and then my, um, my dad, um, my dad's health is failing. Um, he has a broken neck and a broken back. He's chronic oh, wow. nerve pain. Um, and, um, you know, like, I'm so grateful, like, he's still here. And I just have to really, uh, you know, if we're honest with myself, like, um, as, as long as I want him around, he's not, um, I don't know how much time I have left with him. You know, it's just, I mean, none of us, we never know, but it was all of those swimming things together and still just not finding that traction on my business. Um, and, you know, as I was joking about earlier, it's not like depression called up and said like, hey, Alex, do you, like, how does like end of May, beginning of June work crazy, like for you for this like <laughs> severe depressive episode? Like, um, so it's never like, you know, like depression asks like, you know, or like any mental health crisis asks like, when is it a good time? Um, and so it hit right as I felt this momentum shifting um, with my business, and um, and I'll tell. And then it's been compounding too because I've been building this business. I I do have all of these incredible collaborators, all of these opportunities, all of these people that I'm at these conferences who want to follow up. And frankly, for the last two months, uh, the like main goal has been like, hey, like let me make sure I'm getting out of bed. Uh, that I have like a, a hygiene routine that I'm like keeping myself clean that I'm feeding myself and that like you know that like my dog is being taken care of that has been like pretty much the most that I've been able to accomplish um, for like the past two months um, and boy man does it like the ego and the pride especially when you're starting your business and you have all these relationships of like the the inner critic 
that goes through your head, you know, that's like a drunken monkey just flinging crap at you like <laughs> on a daily basis of like, so wow, you're worthless. You're irresponsible. You're bad at your business. You know, like you really don't deserve to live. Um, yeah, it has been intense. And I'm just, and like, I'm really excited to be talking today because this is like the, this has been the first time since May where I haven't had self-destructive thoughts for like four days in a row. Um, so yeah, it, it feels like a celebration, like talking to you today. That is a celebration. That's amazing. That's amazing. And that's so huge. And guys, like, you know, I know we kind of hit you with this at the end of the episode. So like, you're listening to Alex full time. You're like, okay, yeah. Like, you know, he's so relatable. He's like a regular guy, millennial, super millennial, typical, like, you know, all idealistic, trying to turn into money, left his job at Google, like, you know, like check, check, check all the boxes. And like, he's trying, that's cute. Okay. And then it's like, boom, whoa, he's doing this through like a complete life crash and just trying to make sure he doesn't kill himself every day. Wow. Yeah. That's like a really big deal. Totally. Yeah. And I just, and I think it's, um, I would say like one of the things that I did too, but I, I did try like when you, if you're building a business and you're like struggling with depression, like as much as you like, as it's so hard, like one of the things I did is like, I joined a BNI group. Um, and I just, yeah. Those things usually meet so early in the morning. They do. Yeah. And that was, is, it's good for me. Like, I think if you can find a small group to like see on a weekly basis, however that looks for you. Um, BNI guys is Business Networking International. It's a, an international movement of just these little networking groups. It is pay to play. Um, you can always go to one once or twice to check it out. Uh, but they do, they meet weekly. It's very intense. That's very cool. It's almost like a paid business support network. Totally. And, and it's something, it was um, something where I was, still having to talk about my business like on a weekly basis try to pitch it try to talk to people in other industries um even though i didn't believe in myself even though i didn't like why am i building a business if i'm not going to be around a month from now you know like those are the type of thoughts that i'm grappling with like why does this even matter um but to to be around people who um you know and you're not necessarily talking about your mental health challenge like kind of just see you as like hey this is someone who's like just struggling to build a business like that. That was enormously helpful. I mean, having a dog, like like my dog, like kept me around, like for sure. Um, and I'd say like, yeah, just like what, when you're going through this rough patch, like just do whatever you can to like get out of the house and like just act, like just pretend to be normal, even though like you feel super miserable just go and pretend to be normal, like with other people. I, I um, believe that helped. What, can I be like super, super personal? Like, where's your wife? <laughs> uh, right, yeah, she, so uh, so my wife, and I mean, that's the thing is like, I, I would definitely not be here like with uh, without her. You know, oh, like okay, she, like, like she's, she's still here. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, okay. yep. Yeah, no, and I mean, that's the thing is, uh, yeah, she works at inpatient psych, so she's like dealing with people oh, so every like, day who are like, like going through same, this. So. Same thing at work, same thing at home. <laughs> yeah, totally, so yeah. Um, yeah, Lauren, I, yeah, she's, she saved my life. Like she really wow. has, like, she's really uh, kept me in that. I mean, I think that's like, uh, I gotta say, like, um, you know, like it's, uh, if, if you have the blessing and like the good fortune, like if you have like someone who just, uh, if you can find someone who like believes in you, even when you don't like believe in yourself, like that can, that can really get you through like, uh, like those darker times. Wow. 
Yeah, that was very powerful. Well, on that note, <laughs> where, where can people find you, find out more about you, find out more about Roots and Resolve and these awesome new presentations that you're going to be giving to companies? Yeah, definitely. So it's rootsandresolve.org. Okay. Um, so that that's the homepage. But honestly, um, you know, some of the copy is not going to be updated to like the things that we're talking about. Like, you know, the thing needs updated. Um, and then uh, connect with me on LinkedIn, um, uh, Alex and White on LinkedIn. And and also too, I mean, I think it's something, if, you, if anything you heard in this episode, if you're going through anything remotely like this, like, please, I encourage you to not only if you're interested in Roots and Resolve, but like, if you just want someone to check in with who's like been there and is not gonna try to problem solve or like say everything's gonna be okay, if you just need to say like someone who like, is gonna see you and witness you and just say, hey, I understand, like, I know things are rough right now, but like you you have inherent worth and dignity. The world needs you, like you are important. Like we need you in this world like, right now. Please reach out to me, like you are not alone. I think that's like been the main thing that I've been like trying to tell people at this time is like, you're not alone. So um, yeah, reach out to me on LinkedIn. Uh, uh, yeah, you can put my email out um, and yeah, find my roots and resolve. And yeah, if you want to talk about psychological resilience or disaster mental health and first aid, like if your organization is dealing with stress and, and you want more resilient uh, people around you, like definitely reach out and you know, we can figure out things together. Yeah. And, and guys, I think from listening to Alex, he, he's definitely got that resilience. Like that, that crash that you had, you know, a few months ago, that's just every element of life right like physical emotional psychological yeah. financial like professional like every every it's wow i'm really impressed not that you know <laughs> Athletes, Thank you. It's really impressive. You know, so many people think like what's impressive is the accomplishments and everybody struggles. That's why we talk about that on this show, you know, and everyone in their place and everyone overcoming their thing. You know, and for Absolutely. one person, it's it might look super shiny and they're earning a ton of money and they're doing all these big things. And for another person, it's just getting out of bed in the morning. It's just trying again, putting one foot in front of the other, making sure they brush their teeth and eat some food. <laughs> and don't, totally. you know, like I told you, I, I at one point was mentoring someone who was also suffering from severe depression. And I was, um, I was expecting at the time and I had small children. I still remember like following them up to the roof with little children in tow with like six month pregnant stomach and trying to make sure they didn't jump. <laughs> <laughs> just like, you know, be everyone, they're still, they're still here, guys. They're still there. Um, and it was just everyone in their place, everything in its time. And it sounds like your time is coming, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to come back on like maybe a year from now. Yeah. I've gotten my stuff together. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Absolutely. I believe you will. So, guys, you can check out Alex at rootsandresolve.org and find him on LinkedIn. We'll put those links at sdran.com slash 73, all the details for this episode. Um, so Alex, at the very end, I'd like to surprise my guests and ask for a quote. You already gave us one, which is amazing. The courage is the resolve to do well without the assurance of a happy ending, which I love. So you can lean on that one because it was fantastic. Or if you want to share another one with us to send everyone on their way today, you totally can. Oh yeah. No, that's... Um, if that's your favorite, you can That's my it. favorite, yeah. Then yeah. own it. That, that courage is the resolve to do all well that the shirts have ending. Love like, it. Yeah. I think it's so symbolic of you. It's of every element of your story. Everything that you're doing and that you stand for. I think it's beautiful. I love Thank it. Thank you.
Thank you so much. And thank you for creating the space. Like this, these are the conversations that when you're building a business, like when people are building business, they need the conversations that you're having because it's so easy to like, you know, people can market all of these great things of like, oh, be successful in three steps. But like, we need to hear the struggle to feel good about our, like to, to recognize like we're not alone. So thank you so much for this project and everything you're doing to, to support your community. We're really Aww. lucky to have you. Oh, thank you. I'm blushing. All right, guys. So you all know somebody who needs to hear this. If you know somebody who's been struggling to build a business or dealing with any kind of a mental health challenge in their business or in their life, share this with them. Share this. I mean, this is so inspirational, Alex. Like it really is. Guys, you know someone who needs to hear this. So go and share it. Share the link through iTunes or through Spotify or wherever you're listening, or just send them to sdram.com slash 73 so that they can gain the benefit you did. You know, I've been telling you this every single week. You know someone who needs it. Share the love, share the wealth, share the knowledge, share the inspiration, and we will catch you next week. Alex, thank you. Thank you so much, Justine. Yeah, and have a wonderful week, everyone. It's a, it's a beautiful world. We're really lucky to be alive in this, so keep going. <laughs> we'll get through it together for sure. Yes, we will. You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?